Well, there is no more talking. There is no more waiting. It is officially time to begin the NFL season. And we will begin with our week one picks right here on the Sunday card. Dan Zampano, Matty Ice, Matty C, Matt Silbert, our esteemed exquisite producer, Lemon Pepper Lou Paracon, on the producer mic. Matty, welcome to season 103 of the NFL. And as you say to end every show, let's ride. Let's ride right into it, baby. I am so excited. Uh, you know, season 103, best season yet. Best season yet for the NFL, as, as far as I'm concerned. The next one's the best one uh, every year because guess what? We just get a whole new slate of games and we get a whole new slate of playoffs and another Super Bowl. And I just can't freaking wait that football season. We're, we're here. We made it. We said September crept up on us last week. My big, I'm out in Martha's Vineyard right now, just living life, like living a dream. And then I got Bills and Rams going on tomorrow night. Who's better than me? Who's better than you? You're you're quoting Tom Brady over here. It's like I, my favorite one, the next one. That's like unbelievable uh, what you're doing. I, I thought you were gonna say I got a lot of S going. I, I got, got a lot of crap going on. I got a lot of crap going on. That that too. That too. By the way, brand new Patriots merch. Consider the lady wearing the red sleeves, little Matt Judon, sack. Selly, I'm ready to freaking fire off. I, you know how I feel about this Sunday, like the most hated team that I hate. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Patriots already down in Miami, so I feel good. Your Broncos are in Seattle Monday night. You got to wait a little bit extra longer. I do, but you know, I, I am, I'm going to be traveling back from here on Sunday. So I'm happy that I got that dedicated Monday night, like first night back. Mm. It's like first night off of vacation. I still get to look forward to the Broncos playing tonight, which is nice. That's fantastic. Lou, how are we feeling going into tomorrow night? Rams, Bills, we're not picking that game, by the way, just so you know. We'll explain the rules of how we do our show in just a second. But, Lou, how are we feeling going into Sunday? Going into Thursday night, really, but going into Sunday, a new season for the Jets. They haven't got their quarterback back yet, but you know what? And Joe, we trust. Joe Flacco's elite, isn't he? Joey Flacco's got a Super Bowl under his belt. That's, uh, you know, that's got to be <laughs> something, even if it's on the Jets. That's because, uh, you know, nobody else on the team has one. It's uh yeah we'll see we'll see he's playing his old team he's playing the Ravens it's it could get interesting it could get very interesting and then uh halftime will come and the Ravens will beat the ever living crap out of the Jets uh but we'll get into that later it, it won't be my bet the narrative but we could definitely talk about that after well speaking of bet the narrative Lou we said our Super Bowl predictions last week Matt predicted that the Buffalo Bills will win the Super Bowl over the San Francisco 49ers correct. You got it right. Exactly. And I predicted the Bird Bowl Baltimore Ravens <laughs> over the Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, that's going to be a really loud and obnoxious bowl with two very loud and obnoxious fan bases. But, Lil, you were, what, 16-2 and two last year on Bet the Narratives? Every single week, it was like the crystal ball. Everything came true. You're like a genie in a bottle. We need it. Before we get into week one, after at the end of the show, to get your bet the narrative for week one, we need your bet the narrative Super Bowl. What you got? I just want to give you a little preemptive warning. Uh, if you remember, I took the Jets week one last year. So <laughs> if I mess up week one this week, just know that it's a learning curve. It's a little bit of a process. Uh, so I've been thinking about it since last week's show, and we need a little bit of a – this is a narrative pick. This isn't – you know, this, this is me looking in the crystal ball, and I'm looking into narratives, all right? A little bit of uh, what's going to happen this season. and. I'm going to get you both a little excited. Mm. 
We have a new quarterback in a new place in the Denver Broncos. We might have a matchup, a rematch versus Mr. Thomas Brady and the Bears. If they come back fully healthy, right, their offensive line is in shambles right now, but we'll see what happens. That's never stopped Tom before. But if they've got a healthy Julio Jones and he could get back to 80% of what he was before, and then you got Chris Godwin healthy and Mike Evans on the other side, this team is going to score so many points, so many touchdowns. Tom, if Tom doesn't win MVP this year, then they just don't want him to win any more MVPs. Mm. That's my honest opinion. Narrative pick, Broncos, Buccaneers in the Super Bowl. I think we've preordained the Bills a little early. I think we've done mm. a little early. You know, it, listen, they lost to the team that lost to the Bengals that went to the Super Bowl. It's not even like they were in the AFC championship. They didn't even get that far. I'm just saying, I think uh, that would be my narrative pick. You know, I'm not going to go with the Cardinals because, you know, they'll be playing at home, but they're just Kyler Murray can't get off Call of Duty. So we'll see what happens with that. I would like to see a little rematch. Tom Brady versus Russell Wilson. That's mm. real narrative to push as the season goes along. And I've seen both schedules. They both have pretty easy end-of-the-year schedules. So so can I tell you something, Lou? That would be the first matchup in a Super Bowl ever with two quarterbacks from different teams meeting twice. That would be ridiculous, and it fits the narrative so much so perfectly. because <laughs> it is like such a perfect storyline. See, I didn't I even mean, know that. You just added to it. You just you threw a little it's more. In, it's perfect. It's you incredible. put a little adobo on it. You gave me a little more, a little more seasoning, a little more salt little, and pepper. That's fantastic. Parjan on top. <laughs> I mean, I love that. I, and and I mean, I assume you're picking the Bucks to win it. But are the Broncos getting that third straight new oh, quarterback, see, new team? See, that's Bowl? that's the question. That's the question. As we as we play out through the season, as we get later into the year, I'll have a more definitive look into okay. my crystal ball, and I'll let you know. But as a preseason, still because we haven't started yet, it really does feel like that would be the narrative. Mm. What do you think of that, Maddie? I mean, I'd love it, and it does. Again, we're starting to get. I feel like with. The, the Brady news in camp and not being there. We're starting to get a little bit of the, we're trying to pronounce Brady dead before he's, he's really done kind of thing. And that's definitely picking up heat again. It's like, uh, well, he was out and he wasn't even want to come back. Like now he's really going to be done. And it does feel like that's, that's going to fan the flames. And then, yeah, I mean, we just, we got a new quarterback, new places. Got, they, they got to make it all the way. Right. I mean, they got they to, have do to. It. they have to, they have to, I mean, that would be we would be at each other's throats for two weeks. <laughs> There'd be no question. We would not, yeah, we wouldn't like each other after that. Yeah, that would be tough. Um, that's fantastic, Lou. I appreciate it. Now let's get to some week one picks. Here's how it's gonna work, ladies and gentlemen. We are gonna give you our best five picks of the week. We are gonna keep track of them all season long, and the winner will get a prize to be named later, of course, as usual. Also, at the end of the show, we will do our special picks. Matt, with his money line parlays, known to loyal fans as the magic money line parlay. He will bestow it on us at the end of the show. It will be two money line underdog plays, and there's plenty of those this week. There are 10 home dogs on the slate. Matthew, there's a lot to choose from, my friend. Do we just split them five and five down the middle? You want to just, you want to just split them five and five? I and mean, we just love 
this this slate was made for us. It's, it, talk about you know going to the NFL season. Week one is is again probably the worst week to bet because you don't actually haven't really seen these teams. We saw preseason, but they're not you, you know that's that's just evaluating players. They're not you're really using their playbook or calling the real you know full offense and everything. So it's the worst week to bet. And then they just got to drop all of these money line dogs. That mm. is 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 just kind of a principle of we love them on the show. We we think it's an, it's usually just an overvalued pick and. There's no if you're going to bet dogs week one is really, really calling for you, really calling for you to just bet the whole slate week one when you when you're trying to stay responsible and trying to be good. So always bet responsibly, folks. Always bet responsibly. Don't bet the whole slate, but definitely find a couple money line home dogs to bet. And we're going to give them to you now. We are. We're going to give them to you right now. I will take give you through an under the weather bet. Weather will be a factor all season long. Unders are a play in certain situations. I'll let you know as we go along. I'll have one for you. By the way, last year. Underdogs in week one, 12 and four against yep. the spread. So yep. it's every year people are like, they can't lose this game. They can't, co- they're going to cover easily. It happens every year, folks. If there is a week to bet the dogs, it is this week. And I believe on my card, I have four out of my five are going to be underdogs. So enjoy it. I, I won't tell you how many I have, but it's up there. And they're not, it's not, it's not five favorites. I'll tell you that. I didn't think so. Maddie, you won last year as our defending champion. So you will have the opportunity to pick or punt this week one of the 2022 NFL season. I want to start. I want to start with this one because again, this is a pick that I don't necessarily love. But it just feels like we've got to buy into it. It, it. It's it's screaming to me to take this one. So I am gonna I am gonna go first if, if that's all right with you, Dan. Go ahead. Uh, I'm gonna lead off here. I, the line is moving this a little bit. I don't love it as much as I did. I was able to lock it in at a better number. But it's a team that we've said is ready to make a much better improvement where they were last year. A lot of good things have changed, and they've got the future phenom quarterback in his second year. And Trevor Lawrence. And he's going mm. against a man that I've talked many ill things about on this show in Carson Wentz. And so I am going to have to take the Jaguars. They are down to plus two and a half. They were plus three, plus four last week, uh, plus three and a half, which is what I where I got them at. But even for the show, plus two and a half. I'm going to take the Jaguars here. They are on the road. It is still a dog. Uh, I, I just think it's time to buy in. I am worried that there's a lot of bets, a lot of money on the Jaguars. It feels like not where you want to be, especially a team that's kind of historically not been that great. And definitely last year was not great, but again, things are, I think are going to look totally different from where they were last year. The urban Meyer experience is just gone dead. Hopefully they squash any bit of culture or anything that was in place from there. Um, and I, I think that you could throw out all the, most of the numbers from last year as well. They've got weapons there in Jacksonville. Um, I, I just think, Carson Wentz, new team, new place. They're, I mean, I don't have any expectations they're going to come out hot and fast and, and, and doing this. I mean, uh, they lose their guy, Brian Robinson, uh, before the season, who was supposed to be their new running back. Now it's Antonio Gibson in there. And I feel like there's just some, some tumultuous things going on in Washington. So I don't have a ton of numbers or analytics to back this one up. This one is for me. I'm buying out of the Jaguars. I think that it's the right time to get in. Um, it's, they're probably being undervalued as a team. Again, the line is moving. So a lot of other people are on the same side with me. Um, I, I liked it better at, at three, but I will take it for two and a half. What, what is the number that you have it at right now? I locked in at three and a half. It is at two and a half. Yes, it is at two and a half. And the, look, the numbers are in favor of you. I actually love this pick. 
62% of the bets are on the Jaguars, but 86% of the money it is a little hairy knowing that basically everybody in the whole public and the, and the sharps are probably on Jacksonville. Now that it's under that key number of three, you wonder about that home team, but even road dogs have been successful in these week one. So I do really like this, by the way, Washington had the easiest schedule in the league last year and had probably the worst pass defense historic bad, historically bad pass defense. And they really didn't do anything to address it. So they are better on the defensive line. They are healthier, but I actually really like this pick. So Jacksonville plus two and a half. I like that for the, uh, for our uh, over total as well on the wins and the divisional uh, future as well. Right. I just, I think that we're so bought in on the season. Why not start now? And like you said, especially against an opponent in Washington, it's not like a team I'm super nervous about. So uh, yeah, let's just get it going. Let's, you know, do ball. I do. I love it. Well, um, it's not a gross pick, but I think it's a tr- it's a it's it's starting to get in the realm of trendy. But I do really like it still. I think I think Jacksonville's a better team. I'm going to give you a gross pick. I'm going to give you an absolutely disgusting, disgusting pick to start off. Make it I filthy. It. It's 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 a very dirty. It's a very dirty. I hate doing this, but we got a home dog in this situation. And we love home dogs, and we're going to take it. One of the biggest chasms of bets to money. The bets are all on the favorite. The money is all on the underdog. And I hate doing this because we're going against our boy. I'm taking the Bears plus seven against the 49ers at home. It is gross. I don't like it. I wish I didn't have to do it. Oh, my gosh. I I don't even have really an explanation. We're also going against a trend of rookie head coaches in week one. Rookie head coaches seven and 16, I believe, against the spread in the last four or five years. Um, That's absolutely disgusting. But, but Trey Lance, first game, it's really the only game in Chicago this year where the fans may affect it. You know, the fans may affect this game. So I don't think that it's out of the realm possibility. I think there is no chance in hell that the Bears win this game. No chance. But to stay with them number of seven, I, I think that there is an absolute chance. To do that. By the way, the total is 40 and a half. That is a really low number. So probably not too bad of a number to have on an over-under when you're taking a home dog like that. Also, here are the numbers on it. 68% of the bets are on the 49ers. 67% of the money are on the Chicago Bears. It's a sharp play. It's gross. You absolutely plug your nose and do it. Going against Shanahan, going against all these great things. I'm taking the Bears plus seven. You have to make this play. You have to blindly bet, kind of. This week, honestly, is, is the week to blindly bet dogs. Dan, I'm right there with you. It's, mm. it's just one. I agree. Seven points. You mentioned the total you know, getting over a touchdown in a very low total, any game under 42 that you're getting a touchdown in. I mean, do the math. I mean, like if we're thinking it's going to be that low scoring, like it's going to be tight. So uh, Chicago doesn't have to do a lot. I also, um, so I I have one thing to back it up for you as well. We love Shanahan, like you said, but Shanahan has a favorite, especially as a big favorite. It's not great. His overall record uh, is 16, 24 and one in his career as a favorite. I mean, he, Mm. he is usually a dog most of the time. 
Uh, you mentioned Trey Lance. Yes, he got what one or two starts last year, but this is really like his. I mean, this is his first game. Uh, is Jimmy suiting up on the sideline, or is he also in a parking lot next door, like he's been in for the practice facility? Only? <laughs> like, is he just not like he's not allowed on the sideline? Maybe he's in the end zone or something. So I, I agree. I think there's some jitters there. I also heard a, a quote out of Darnell Mooney coming like. Justin Fields really wants to prove a lot this year. I can, I might be buying that hype. I really, that last preseason game and his touchdowns and how he looked, I, I mentioned it last time. Like it really impressed me. Um, I, I think that he's got a great chance to do this. 49ers also going dating back to last year. They're a five game against the spread winning streak. So it's kind of just one of those things. I know it's totally different seasons, but if you are just looking in like teams that have been rolling and maybe are due for something to slip, like I know it's again, it's a whole new year, but still they really ended the season last year with a five game win streak against the spread. Um, so I'm right there with, I think seven points, Justin Fields ready to prove something to a team that passed on him that went up and got Trey mm. Lance instead mm. of a proven commodity that he was at Ohio state. So I think that Justin Fields gonna have a little juice this game. I really do. Mm. I like that. I like that little, that little switch you just turned on in Justin Fields brain. Like you didn't even think about that. Like fields got passed up by these guys, by the way, the reason the total is so low torrential downpours possible in Chicago, 10 to 15 mile an hour winds that could get it sloppy, especially for a quarterback that may not be used to starting in NFL games. The one thing that really scares me is the freaking line. I mean, the bears are going to be absolutely destroyed up front. I mean, I, this might be the worst matchup in the league of O-line versus D-line and even O-line for the San Francisco 49ers it's probably going to have their way. So it might be running. It might be, hey, let's get out of here. And maybe you get a backdoor cover um, at like a 27-21 type of deal or or, or 21-13 you know, uh, type of deal, you know, or not 13, 21-16 type of deal. You don't know. You don't know. And, and who knows what Soldier Field, the field itself, is going to have to offer. because All grass. Know, again, the clips of all grass, it's just – it's a bad field as it is. It's spotty. It's like, uh, you know – I don't know. It could, it could be slow. Guys are going to be looking slow out there. Mm, mm. A lot of Elijah Mitchell and, Dev, and David Montgomery. That's what I, that's what I predict. Um, I was at your number. Was it? Yeah, exactly. Right. Was that your number four pick? That is my number four pick. So yeah, number seven. So okay. uh, I, I, at plus seven. So uh, you, you awesome. go ahead and roll, roll right into your four. We already got a mind. Well, that was beautiful. First mind melt of the year. I love it. Uh, my number four, I actually don't love it. I got it at a lower number, but I do think this is the one thing we're going to go against the trend of betting home dogs in this one because this is prime time. I'm taking the Bucks. I'm taking Tom Brady and the Buccaneers in Dallas, and it is completely against all things that I feel like I should do. But Dallas feels like the grossest home dog to possibly take. And that's saying something. Uh, I would rather have the Bears than the Dallas Cowboys this week. And the reason being, um, the left tackle situation scares the bejesus out of me for Dak Prescott. I think that this is going to be no doubt a, a, a game, I think, that could stay within a touchdown. And Dak Prescott has historically done well against the Bucs. But I think this defense for the Bucs actually wins this game rather than the offense. I do think that there will be some struggle for Brady in this game. I think you may even be able to get a live money line on the Bucs that is better right now. And the Cowboys may even jump out to a lead. So if you can find a, a Bucs money line at plus 125, plus 150, you may see that there and be like, hey, this is a good time to, if the, if the Bucs are down seven in the third quarter. 
I think that though, even though this line has moved to two and a half, it's still under the key field goal. And I still think that that's a good number enough for me. I locked it in at one and a half earlier in the week. It's moved to two and a half. I think it's a good line, even though the Cowboys are definitely the sharp play. I'm going to be on the public with this one. Not all of them are going to hit. And yeah, maybe you do bet blind. I have no problem with you betting blind dogs this week, but this one I'm going to stay away from. I'm going to take the Bucks. They've heard it all off season. And like you said, I think we're giving the Bucks a little too much uh, railroading, if you will, for some off season. Brady will be fine. Yeah, I, I mean, I like that pick. It's a, it's one of my leans. Um, I agree. I also got the one and a half, but um, it's just not taking it for the show. But I I, I have bet I, I do get the the lower number. And yeah, it's like I mean, you said there's ten home dogs this week. We're gonna we're gonna go against some of them. I mean, we can't. We're, you know, we, we do. We love the dogs, but they're still not a hundred percent hit rate. So I mean, we could still find ways to to go against them. And um, I guess I'll follow that up with I'm gonna also break that rule uh, mm. and, and and go with one again. Not not this game. And, you know, Lou, I don't know if I should apologize for this one or not, but I, I think that you know, because I am, as much as I'm picking against your team, I'm picking your boy in, in, in Lamar Jackson. I think mm. they're just going to, him and him and him and all Coach Harbaugh, co- you know, coming into week one, coming in with extra time to prepare, these guys are going to run right over the Jets. I mean, this is, a, this is a number that's steamed up. This is one I want to I ask. I, I, it's just ticked to seven and a half. I'm hoping that you yeah. can give me the seven. If I could buy the seven at minus 120, will you let me get away with that? Because I think I do think that now the Jets have passed seven. I think that there will be a little buyback, and I think some people will get in on that. And I think it probably settles at seven. But um, the Ravens with Harbaugh, uh, 32 and 12 straight up, 27, 15 and two against the spread with Harbaugh with 10 days or more to prepare, uh, including week one games. So again, they've been getting ready for the Jets for you know this past two weeks after their, you know, final preseason game. And, and we like everything about the Ravens coming in this year. You've got Joe Flacco is going to be probably starting. I believe there's rumors that Zach Wilson might be back for week one. Has, have, have they confirmed they, they, that Joe they, Flacco is I've now heard, I've now heard they, Wilson rumblings. They just named that actually. He's not coming back to week four now. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I again, sorry. Island, Island time boys, not on Twitter as much. Right uh, so, but minus seven uh, going into the Jets. I think that they, are better in every facet of the game than the New York Jets. And I just, I really like them. They, we always say that they're kind of a team that beats up bad teams too. Like they, the Ravens love to run it up. They're like, you know, when teams are like, oh, let's put it in our pocket and we'll just run the ball and run the game out. Like that's what the Ravens are going to be doing all game long. So it's not a, a pullback for them at the, in the fourth quarter when they're just like, oh, we're just going to run the ball. It's like, that's exactly what they want to do. And they're going to be able to move right. the ball down the field still and pile on some points. So uh, yeah, give me the Ravens minus seven. Again, if you were smart and listen, you know, getting last week five, five and a half so that I, I i got six i didn't get five and a half but i had mm. six so uh but again show purposes minus seven ratings and and that's the beauty of it you have to buy these these lines early you have to be looking sunday night into monday morning and having this because this was the lean that i actually took out because it moved to seven and a half i said yeah. i can't move this um i got it at six as well uh, a couple of weeks ago so i i really like this number i think the ravens absolutely run rough shot over the jets but I don't think it's a number you can take seven and a half. I, I, I probably wouldn't do it at that point. Look, you could hold your nose and probably take the Baltimore Ravens at minus seven and a half. It's just not a number I would suggest you to do. And over the long haul, if you're going to continue to do that, I don't think it's going to be a profitable thing for you. But I have no problem with it here. So if you want to buy the seven, I'll give you the seven. 
I'm not going to put it in mine because there is one other one that I thought was a little bit more appropriate and even more fun for the show, but I love this pick, no doubt. That's got to be number one teaser piece of the week. That's going to be everybody's mm-hmm. teasers buying, buying the Ravens down to you know, one and a half, one. Yeah, no no, no question about it. Um, Lou, thoughts, thoughts on that game? Uh, I would take the Ravens minus 10 if it had to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I, they are going to beat the brakes off of us. And I would also look into numbers for Lamar Jackson rushing touchdown as well. Mm, yeah. I like that. Yeah, I, I would. I, if you could uh, parlay uh, Ravens money line or just them against the points and his rushing touchdown, I think that's a safe bet as far as it goes. I think we are – if Zach Wilson isn't playing, and that doesn't even mean that much, honestly, because we haven't seen that much, I, I don't – I don't think we have a chance against the Ravens because oh, like, I think before. I think it would be way better if you were back in the Ravens to have Zach Wilson playing. The yeah, guy, the guy, the guy hasn't the guy hasn't been practicing. It doesn't matter that much. It, it it really doesn't matter that much. But if this was if this if Zach Wilson was playing, I tell you absolutely seven and a half, go for it. Um, and you're saying ten. So as a Jets fan, completely understand it. Like it's just the way of the world, you know. And we remember the Ravens a couple of years ago beat the breaks off the dolphins like 59 to 10 in week one mm-hmm. they typically are a really i mean that's why they win every preseason game too i mean they typically yeah. are a team that starts really really fast so i like this pick I, i'm all i'm all on this pick 86 percent of the bets 80 percent of the money on the ravens don't care just don't care yeah, it's, it, everybody in the world's on it but you know what sometimes sometimes we're, we're just everybody's got to be right sometimes it is that easy but let's hope it's this one let's hope let's hope we're preaching uh let me go to pick number three this is uh look, I mean, I'm kind of going against a team here that I really like, uh, and maybe buying into a little hype for at least week one. Um, I think I gotta go here. I'm gonna take the Lions plus four at home against the Eagles. I do think that the Eagles are going to be a really good team. I just don't think typically the Eagles, again, like we said, the Eagles historically. Not a fast starting team. It takes them a few weeks to get it together. And this will be the most hyped Lions crowd all season long. Unless the Lions are playing for the division, this will be the most hyped Lions crowd all season long. It does scare me a little that they put Vitae on the injured reserve. Um, So he's going to go out, but they still have a really good mesh with the offensive line and maybe could neutralize that Eagles front seven. I think that is a possibility as well. But here's a fun little stat for you that I thought you might like. Um, Jared Goff in his career is five and oh against the spread in week one, which I thought was hilarious. So I am going the fighting Dan Campbell's fighting a couple kneecaps off. It is obviously a sharp play. I think the sharps have really been all over this game for a while. Um, as it opened, it's moved up, but right now 52% of the bets are on the Eagles. 62% of the money are on the Detroit Lions. It's a smash play, my friend. Yeah, this is one I had a hard time if I, if I was going to pull the trigger on this one as well. Uh, but again, this is a little bit of what I was kind of alluding to with, with Lou saying, you know, we're kind of anointing a team before they've gotten there. And, and we, we love the Eagles. We think that everything they've done in the offseason has been fantastic. But at the same time, you mentioned how they start slow. If there's anybody that can really match, uh, you know, be one of the teams that can match the, the Eagles defensive line. We love the Lions offensive line. We think that that could be a neutral, you know, 
that's neutral uh, balance of power there as far as those two sides go. So they can they can kind of match them on that front. Uh, Jared Goff being five and zero, oh, you know, I mean, that's just Mr. Steady Eddie over here. Come on, control the game, uh, and we love the Lions' offense. So uh, I, I agree. I think it's a good number too. Four. I mean, you're getting you're getting through the three and the four on that one. So another talk about hey, second teaser piece right there. Let's just build the teaser as we go along. I mean, we got Ravens, 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 Ravens minus one and a half, Lions plus ten. I'm feeling pretty good so far. If you build it, they will come. I do have a, <laughs> I, I have a, I have a fourteen teaser that I'll share later in the show that I really like, but I, I forgot about the Ravens and adding them into your teaser. So we'll see, we'll see about that. But uh, go number two. We're, we're flying through. Let's do it. Uh, again, I feel like I'm following your lead here on this. It, it, <laughs> just how you how you set that last one up. I have to go against a team that I really like here. Uh, <laughs> Dan, I know you're just going to follow it up and just, I know you're coming right behind me with this one, but we have to do it. You've got to take the Houston Texans plus seven and a half at home against the Indianapolis Colts. It's too many points in the division to not take this game. We did the Texans last year, week one, helped us out a lot. They, they covered there. Uh, and we're going to be right back with them again. Uh, the history just shows us Frank Reich, slow starter. Notorious slow starter. 0 and 4 straight up. 0 3, 0, 3 and 1 against the spread in week one uh, in, in his time in Indianapolis as a head coach. And just overall, home dogs in division in week one. They are 19 and 5 since 2009. Home dogs in division week one since 2018 are 5 and 0. 5 and 0, covering by an average of uh, over nine points a game. So, I mean, the Texans, we've got Lovey Smith there now. We actually have a very historic. Yes, you know, we I joke, you know, times passing by. Maybe it's not the game, but he is. They said uh, they are going to be a running team, and the, we know he can coach up defense. So to be able to just control the clock, pound the rock with Damian Pierce while they have him, and and, and play some hard nosed defense against again Matt Ryan, new situation. Like it's going to be a new feel for him coming out there. I think they could come out really slow. So you could have got. I mean, this is another one that's moved a lot. I have eight and a half. I don't know what you were able to lock it in. I know you have this, Dan, but I added that eight and a half. It's down to seven and a half. So I still take it over the touchdown. Oh, you knew. You knew last week. I, I was know, already locked I... into that. It was so easy. Uh, I locked it in at eight. So eight and a half, great number. But I mean, 53% of the bets on the Colts, 87% of the money on the Texans. This is my number one play of the week. So I'm skipping yeah. number two. I'll come back to it. But number one play of the week, no questions asked. Also, also, you mentioned that 19 and 5 and, and 5 and 0 oh, um, uh, stat there against the spread. By the way, since that 2009, not only are they 19 and 5 against the spread, those home divisional dogs, they covered by an average of nine points. I'm taking the money line. I'm taking the Houston Texans money line. 100%. We did it last year. I have no problem with this at all. This is going to be a slow paced game that the Texans are going to run the ball. We know we love Damian Pierce. I, I mean, that is great. Jonathan Taylor, you know, um, obviously one of the best backs in the league. It'll be a slow, methodical contest that I think the Texans will have a chance to win at the end at home. And it, again, the playoff atmospheres that you're going to hear at these games uh, with teams that are bad. This, this is this is the fans know this is the one game. Uh, we're not making the playoffs. The Lions probably aren't making the playoffs, although some people like it. The, the Texans are not making the playoffs. 
Like the fans know that this is going to be the one game where they can win. And it's going to be so loud because nobody cares what the record is. Everybody's oh no, everybody's got hope. This is a classic Colts. They have not won on week one in six years and make it seven. It's so, so easy. I'm sorry to harp on you, Matt. I'm, I'm betting against the Eagles for me, but I'm getting against Colts hard for you. Yeah, no, I exit money line straight up. I definitely have them in. Uh, if you want, we, we love fire. This is a great week for round robins. I mean, you know, you know, we dialed up around robin with all the mm-hmm. dogs, just throw them in there, pair up the twos, pair up the threes. I mean, definitely in a round robin parlay. So, um, yeah, let's go Texans. I get they were good to us last year. I, yeah. we, I, we, I was able to snipe them a couple times on the money line last year, and they're very few wins. So, fantastic, fantastic. I think your number one and my number two, we are going to mind meld on. I, you might be right. Give it to me. I, I know, I, I know, I know where we're going. Wait, I know where I, we're going. Can I guess first? Yes. Uh, I, I, wait, wait. Before, before you guess, before you guess, um, Matt, does it stink out loud normally? Uh, maybe I don't know. <laughs> uh, no, see, I don't think it stinks out loud. Oh, jeez. Don't, don't do that. Don't do what I think you're going to do. Does it stink out loud normally? I, I didn't even do this. I actually didn't do this. I think I know. You didn't talking. do people this? Are, people are confused now, but you got to tell them to pick because I think I know. Are you going to get down dirty? I'm getting dirty. Oh, man. I couldn't even I'm do getting this dirty. I'm getting dirty. I'm taking the Falcons at home plus five right. and a half. I told you I was going to bet. It's gross. It's so gross. But I set it up all year long that you were not allowed to bet on the Falcons this year just so I could bet on the Falcons in week one. Week one. I snuck that through you. I snuck it right through you. Oh, I'm so happy you didn't take the Falcons. Oh, my goodness. Am I happy? Um, you reformed yeah, me. I tried not to. I know. I know. I, I was very happy for show purposes that that actually happened. But, yeah, I'm taking the Falcons. Um, look, the Saints, I really like the Saints a lot, as I said. And we just talked about home divisional dogs um, being 19-5 and covering by nine points. There's another stat that's very interesting. For week one, underdogs in games in which there are over-unders below 42 or 42 and below are 61% of the time the underdogs cover in those games in week one. Now, they just moved the Falcons-Saints game to 42 and a half. So it's right there on the precipice. I still like it. I still like it. I like this Falcons to go out and actually compete at home against the Saints who, again, we know they have a great defense, and we know the Falcons, very iffy, very shaky. But I think Mariota provides some unknowns. I, I really think there's going to be a lot of unknowns with the Falcons. They, they have nothing to lose. They have really nothing to play for. Nobody thinks they're going to win this game. I 100% think they can win this game. I 100% think they can win this game. Um, catching a Saints team that may be sleeping, maybe sleeping. And again, under Sean Payton, the Saints were not a good starting team. They really weren't. They, they, they actually struggled early on in the season. And again, it took them a while. So we're trying to bet against those teams that historically are good. And you see them in the playoffs every year because in week one, they are so overvalued. And this line has moved all the way to five and a half from three and a half. It was three and a half. It was, wait, we're getting two more points from what, three or four days ago? I mean, come on. We got it. I mean, 
I hate it. I hate the fact that I have to take the freaking Falcons, but it's the only time all year I'll do it. Yeah. Okay. Say that now. <laughs> uh, uh, they they have a way. They have a way with you. Um. But yeah, I mean, I, I did I did take this. It's not it's not a show pick for me, but absolutely all over it. Like you said, home dog. Jameis Winston on the road with a man making his first his his debut as a head coach. So again, now, so now you're going back. You know, you you went against it before as far as wow. you know, the first time head coach with the Chicago pick. I know, but uh, oh, he's he's not so, really a first time head coach. I, I mean, he has. I know he's this is his. Debut he, was with the, is, he was with the Raiders, and then he's been with the Saints for a while. So I mean, it's kind of hard to put them in that category. But you're right. It's it's his, it's a debut versus with the team, not a debut as a head coach. I apologize, but yeah. still, Jameis Winston with a man now taking over for Sean Payton, going into who we said Atlanta. I don't know what the frick this team's going to look like <laughs> this year. I don't know what Mariota with oh this offense and Drake London like. I I don't know. So hopefully maybe the Saints are just as confused as I am. Like I really do think they could have some, so some different and interesting offensive play calls uh, coming in, having Mariota run that offense this year with, uh, you know, the limited weapons that they have. Jared Bernhardt, anytime touchdown prop go. It's going to happen. I'll be honest. I don't, I don't know who that is. But. Exactly. Tawarton lacrosse, God, like love them. Love him. He made the team. He's going to play. Uh, yeah, Falcons. I, I hate doing it, but I, I did that one for you. I did it for you. I thought it was a nice gesture. And I like any other week you would have been like, yeah, like I'll just make uh, my number one, my number two. And and then I'll just I'll just take my, my number two and make it. But there was no chance you were going to say the Falcons were your number one play of the week. There was no chance. You're like, you're like, no, no, this is still my number one. I'm just going to say it now. But like, you would have just flown with the show. But you're like, I can't have that. It feels way too dirty. It is definitely um, my number two pick because betting yeah, against this, Colts I, is I, my I, I, This is where I thought you were going. I thought this was my belt city. I'm surprised that this is not. I'm hoping this is on your card. I mean, it's just not on your board for here. But. Talk about principles. Talk mm-hmm. about the trends that are yep. supporting this pick here. It is Mike Tomlin as an underdog in the division. Mm-hmm. Mike Tomlin as an underdog. If you haven't listened to this show before, then you haven't heard these stats because we say it almost every week. Mike Tomlin, 47-26 in three career against the spread as an underdog. That is 64.4%. As an underdog in the division, Mike Tomlin is 19-6-2, hitting at 76% as a dog in the division. Uh, this is the uh, longest odds that the, the Steelers have ever been against the Bengals since, like, the 80s. Like, they have not been wow. six-point dogs uh, to the Bengals in a very, very long time. Um, not to mention that the Bengals, again, are the Super Bowl losers, and there is the Super Bowl hangover. Uh, the loser of the Super Bowl, 4-18 and uh, in this century, week one. Uh, straight up. So four and 18 uh, as a Super Bowl loser since the year 2000. So mm. everything lines up here for me with the Steelers. Um, you know, I, I, we love, we love Joey B. We love Joey. Burr. Uh, that was bad. One. But uh, we got to do what we got to do. We got to take the spots. We got to take the spots when we can get them. Uh, and I think that the public, I haven't, I haven't seen with the money. I feel like the money is probably all, or it's, the bets are probably all over Cincinnati. It's actually split. So it's 60% tickets on Cincinnati, but the, but the money is split right down the middle. So 
that's fine by me. It's a, yeah. you know, more he- heavier money being on Pittsburgh here. So yeah, yeah I, I think that that's, that's a lock in spot money line plus two thirty. Give that to me as well. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, I cannot. How many money line dogs are we going to have locked in this week? Alex, I have, I have a, a four team round Robin and I'm probably going to do another, uh, maybe another four or five team round Robin as well. Oh, I love that. God, do I love that. That is fantastic. I mean, there's just so many to choose from. I, I actually love this pick. I, I just smashed it. I, I was kind of weary about it because I'm like, you know, Pittsburgh, every single year, we kind of say the same thing. And, and I, Cincinnati, but you're right. It just, it all makes sense. Like, don't overthink it. This is a don't overthink it. Smash that, you know, spread, smash money line. Uh, Steelers, who, by the way, did it last year uh, against the Bills. So in week one on the road. So, I mean, this is a great thing. Special teams may make the difference in this game. It's a great special teams, great kicker matchup um, with McPherson. Uh, and uh, who's the kicker now? For Is it Boswell, I think, still up there? I don't remember. Who the, but he is a good kicker. I know the Steelers kicker is good. Um, so I think this is a great matchup. I think this is a great matchup. So, uh, yeah, Steelers plus six and a half. That's a full touchdown. I mean, did I mean that could be a teaser play for you at 12 and a half? I mean, yeah. it's just it's so so many things, so many teasers out there. So um I love it. I love it. That's a good first slate, Maddie. I love it. Yeah, first five are up. The first five are out. We had what two mind melts? One mind melt. Texans, one mind melt. No, two. Texas no, and you're Bears. Right. Texas and Bears. Ugh, what a terrible mind melt. Um <laughs> again, again, sorry guys. I know like you guys are excited for football. And then we pick teams like the Texans, the Falcons, the Bears, the Jaguars. Like, I'm sorry. I know you guys want to enjoy football. and like, oh, let's bet the Chiefs. Oh, the Chargers. No, sorry. You got to bet real ugly to win yeah. in this league. If, if you're comfortable betting, it's not the right bet. Yeah, I mean, never, ever, think about. never look at a big favorite, well, except for Baltimore, and just say it's too easy. <laughs> it's just too easy. It's too easy. It's never that simple. It's never that easy. Um, let's go to Lean's. What do we got in the old box of leaning this week? I've got a few. So let's see. I, I mean, outside of, so again, uh, I'm leaning Falcons with you. Um, I'm leaning Tampa Bay with you as well. Um, we're leaning towards the Broncos again. A, a big really? Going against the home dog. Oh, I mean, I'm on I the guess, other side of that. I, you're going to bet on Geno Smith. Go right at freaking head, man. I, I think that their offensive line's bad as it always is. that one is just, I'm not doing that. I hate where, I hate where the Miami game's gone. uh, Cause now (laughs) New England, New New England's the right side at three and a half, but I'm not taking it at all. Uh, And then I want to bet. I kind of want to bet Carolina minus one and a half, but that feels stinky. It feels real stinky. Like Jacoby Brissett might just come out. Everybody's buying the Baker hype. And like, I love my guy Baker, but he might just come out laying egg. That game is such a stay away. I mean, such a st- I mean, yeah. that, that's so evenly matched. I just, I hate that game. I absolutely hate it. I don't want any part of it. So that's interesting. I, anything else? Stinky. Yeah. Uh, um, I want to get your opinion on this game. Yeah. Giants and Titans. Uh, Giants are getting a ton of pro money. Giants have 90% of the money on them. And I know we like to see disparity in tickets and money. But that seems crazy to me that people are buying in the Giants this much. It makes me want to take the Titans minus five and a half, even though it's kind of well, a bigger number. I already uh, did. I, I'm I'm leaning at uh, minus five and a half. I, the fact that the line hasn't even moved 
I mean, yeah. and there's right. that much money on the Giants. You think the books like are going to be, you know, upset that they need the Titans over the Giants? I don't think so. I, and especially it being at home for, for in Nashville um, in, in a, probably a, a sweltering heat uh, first this weekend. First year this head is, coach. This is, a, this is a new head coach. On the road. I mean, that's a brutal play. So, yeah, I like the Titans. They're in my leans category. I already mentioned we got the Ravens at a good number minus six. So they're in there. Uh, I did. I hate. I do not think the Patriots are going to win this game this weekend. I'll, I'm going to preface it with that, but I'm taking them because they're at three and a half. Of you have to. I mean, yeah. I, I, I looked at it two and a half. And I said, frick, I just I can't do that. Like, it's just no way I can do it. And then I looked at three. I'm like, it's really moving to three. Like, I don't know about that. And then three and a half. I was like, well, now I have to do it. So that's, that's just like, I'm not putting them on a money line though. I, 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 I really don't like this matchup. I really don't like it. So you don't think the Patriots are better than the Miami Dolphins? Is what you just said. This week, I know. Okay, good, good, confirmed, oh. loud and clear. This week, oh. I don't. This week, I don't think they're. I don't think they're right. You know how the Patriots are. They September football is not the Patriots' forte. Let's put it that way. Um, so I like that uh, Steelers. I'll ride with you six and a half. I like the over. In the Raiders Chargers over 52. I, I How love do you that. Not? How do you not I, love that? I, I love that game. I absolutely love that game. And there was another stat. Here you go. Week one indoor games hit the over at 69 nice percent since 2015, uh, cashing by over six points per game. So the games that that matters in. Tampa Bay, Dallas, we're Xing. You're not going to hear this for Buffalo, the Rams, so we're not going to put it in there. Tampa Bay, Dallas, Philly and Detroit, KC and Arizona, New Orleans and Atlanta, Indy and Houston, Green Bay and Minnesota. But I like the Raiders and Chargers. I just, I, this is AFC West. This is everything the league wants. 430 kick in LA. Uh, prime time smashed. It's going to be flying fireworks all over the yard. This might be, you know, 42. 41. I, I just, I love this game. I love that over. So I'm going over with the Raiders and the Chargers. I do have a four team teaser. Let me hear what you think about it. All right. Four, 49ers minus one. Okay. Chiefs, yeah. Chiefs pick them on the road in Arizona. That's one we didn't talk about that home dog, and that's moved a lot. That was at, the, the, the Cardinals were at three or three and a half, and it's up to like six, like that. This is one again. I, I got a lot of lines when I when I was trying to get my bets in before leaving. Uh, you know, a, a great state that allows gambling, like Connecticut, unlike out here in Martha, Martha's Vineyard, coming next year, twenty twenty three. But I, I locked in. That was one of the teams in my dog um, parlay. My 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 round really? robin is is. I said, you know, I think everybody's going to be on the Chiefs week one. So I mean, I still kind of like the Cardinals to be able to win that game. I just got a bad number. I got like one sixty. It's going to be up to over two hundred now. As, as oh, money easily. Line. Oh yeah, so I, I'm just sh- I'm shocked by that, but it kind of did play out. I'm like everybody's going to be on the Chiefs. I just didn't think the line was going to move that much. Yeah, I, I don't love the Chiefs at this number, but I do like them to win the game. I I, I think that you know the Cardinals are a fast starting team, though. I will I will not deny that. So they could they could surprise. I'm taking Broncos pick them, pretty easy. Uh, and then I'm going to take the Cowboys plus eight and a half because I do not think that the Bucks are going to blow the Cowboys out. I'm just not going to do it. Yeah, I mean, you're, you followed all the rules there. You're moving moving through key numbers. That's, I mean, that's, again, what we're trying to do here is you're not trying to, you know, again, like you mentioned, we don't love taking like a Pittsburgh already at six and a half and then putting them in a teaser just to get through. I mean, you get through seven and 10, but we're really looking at those teams like 
but the two and a half, like again, Jaguars now, like I said, now that they're down to two and a half, you could tease them up all the way through the three, the seven right. and the eight. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so that one's, that one's really good to, to get in there. Um, and a couple teams teasing down, like you said, the San Francisco as a favorite is a really good one to tease down. So I, I, I think that's, you know, that sounds like you, you followed a lot of the rules and the principles there that we try and do with the teasers. I do. I do feel like I, I could switch out the Chiefs for the Ravens and feel a lot better about it, though. I will say that. I would. I would. Yeah, I think that would probably be a wise decision. Or, or, or again, or the Jags. I think the Jags are the Jags yeah. going to lose by a touch a touchdown to the Redskins. To the, to, oh, the, oh, whoa! Be careful, the Commanders. Be careful, twenty twenty two, buddy. Come on, Golly. new season. Come on, I'm trying to be clean here. Um, <laughs> I, 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 those are my picks. Those are my leans. I really like it. Let me go to the under the weather really quick. Uh, we talked about that Bears 49ers game. That's going to be a rainy, wet one there. But I got my eye on another one. You know, typically you want to see a lot of wind in a lot of these games. Uh, wind is a big factor. If you can get wind over 10 to 15 miles an hour, that is a big time thing. It's missed field goals. Those give you a lot of extra points to work with. But the other thing that really helps you out is the extreme heat. Heat slows down the big guys, the offensive linemen. And when they are involved in heat, it can be difficult for quarterbacks to get good protection. So I am going to take 90 degrees, 90 degree weather, and the chance of thunderstorms, only eight mile an hour winds in Miami on Sunday. But I am going to take the Patriots and the Dolphins as a historically, this game is typically an under game anyway. The over under is actually a little higher than I thought, 46. So it's actually a little higher than I thought it would be. I, typically, you see it around 43, 44, 46 here. And I'm looking at the numbers for the total. There is a little bit of action, though, coming in on the over. So 60% of the bets are on the under. 60% of the money is on the over. I'm not betting on that. I, I do think that this is going to be a dink and dunk game for Tua. Yes, the Dolphins are a speed team, but I think it'll be more methodical. And you know the Patriots are going to try to slow this game down. I mean, they, they do not want to get overheated in this game. And I think they want to make this very, very difficult and try to try to make it so that they can really run the ball and set up over the top play action because they know the Dolphins blitz more than anybody in the league. So this is going to be an interesting matchup. Um, but I, I'm going to go under 46, 90 degree heat in Miami for Patriots Dolphins. Yeah, I would say that the um, two more teams that kind of, I, I think are getting more credit before we've seen anything on the field. Um, that we said that, again, we are now, like, we're staying away from these teams. The Dolphins, a lot of buy-in that their offense is going to be, obviously, much better with Tyrell and Mike McDaniels coming. That's it. I got to see it first kind of thing. Like, I'm I'm okay investing on those those second quarterbacks that I did with with Fields and and with uh, Trevor Lawrence because we're not expecting, like, we're not also anointing them the best offense in the league, like some of these people are trying to allude to with Miami. The only team I was saying is the Vikings. We're also staying away from that one as much as we like yeah, I don't the want potential it. for their offense to be very good. Um, I'm taking gambles that Justin Fields and Trevor Lawrence will get to like league average and not be bottom 10, bottom five offenses like they were last year. We're buying just like a little bit of a bump to league average versus being like, these guys are going to now be one of the best in the league. Those I kind of have to see first. Same thing with the Eagles. So, uh, mm-hmm. I think that kind of is a good point to stay away from the teams that have all of the hype, all of the buy-in um, for the for the year on them. So um, I like that pick. I like that under. So so you're telling me you're gonna you're gonna take Belichick versus rookie head coach then, and you're gonna take the three and a half. Mm, no, we're staying away. We're staying <laughs> okay. far away. We're with a ten foot pole. Fair enough. Well, the people do want to know what you are on. 
This is a great time. How many money lines did we hit last year? Did you hit last year? Five? Four, five? Yeah. So it was at yeah. least it was at least four. We 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 snapped. We I mean week one was one. We got one out of the way. Week yeah. one early. We smashed one. Texans and Steelers. Yeah. Oh goodness. I, I wonder if there's a repeat coming here, but and let's we're, run it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, that would have been amazing. Uh you did finish up 27 units. So if you're a hundred dollar better, you won twenty seven hundred dollars last last year on Maddie's Magic Moneyline Parlay. Let us perform in front of this audience a magic trick. Let's hit it. Without further ado, Maddie's Magic Moneyline Parlay. It's not going to be super exciting because it's not one of the things we haven't already talked about. Because you know, I, sometimes I will like to save some of these that I'm, I'm going to take some more shots on. But it's, it's two spots that I, I, I think, again, I firmly believe in. We are going to run one of them back. We're taking Pittsburgh here. I mean, we mm. have to take Mike Tomlin. Again, the, the, the Super Bowl losers going 4-18, and 18, the, the record as, as a divisional dog, uh, what they're going to come out with. I just hit them, hit them hard with their defense. I, I really like that, and that's a juicy one. That's plus 230. So that's getting us our juice, and that lets me put in – I almost put Atlanta in here. I did almost put oh. Atlanta in here. I made, made it nasty, but – we're just going to take the Jags. I think the Jags have a nice plus 120 right now, even at their two and a half number. We are going to go with Duval. So we're still got, we got an AFC South team with the Pittsburgh Steelers. We got an AFC South team with the Pittsburgh Steelers. So I, I like, like that. this. I like the continuity. I like the symmetry. Uh, good energy harnessed release. <laughs> oh, and Dragon Ball Z just throwing out Kamehameha's here. Happy, has a little happy Gilmore, a little happy. Harness, little harness the good energy, block out I the like bat. That. Harness the good, block out the bat. <laughs> Oh, God bless Kevin Nealon. He's an all-timer. Um, what is that paying out? Oh, that is a nice uh, plus 610 uh, return on that. So, you, you know, six times your money um, on this one. So this is how this is how we did it last year. This is how we built the bankroll last year. So I'm hoping that we can just uh, smash a couple dogs and, and feel good going into the rest of the year. You have a bad day on Sunday. This will save you. I promise you. I feel great about this one, which typically isn't a good thing, but I do feel really, really good about this money line parlay. This is this is one of your better, like you've convinced me really easily. Yeah, it didn't take a lot of arm twist in there. No, it did not. You try to tell me about a team that's gonna win their division this year. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> oh god, <laughs> it's not the Steelers. Oh yeah. Steelers. Yeah, yeah both, you have both of them to win their division, respectively. <laughs> well, I got I got Pittsburgh at least to, to get there. So I, I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be great. So I I like that one. Jaguars and Steelers for plus six ten on the magic money line parlay. That is magic. All right. We can't leave you without getting one of these. The crystal ball was insane. Nobody in the country had a better year than Lemon Pepper Lou Paracone. 16 and 2 in 2021 will he follow that up will he improve don't don't make the question year? too much don't 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 lean too much but uh we got a couple we like this week we got a couple couple narratives that we feel pretty decent about we mm. don't feel too bad uh the question is which one do i want to make the official pick of the week that is the question now we have talked about teams that have been preordained Mm-hmm. And you both don't want to take them, but those New England Patriots plus three and a half feels. Dan's got the new merch on. 
Come on. Yeah, feels real good about it. I Come also on. like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I like that too. Minus two and a half. I might parlay them both together. <laughs> and if I get real crazy, I might parlay the Denver Broncos minus six and a half as well. I might just fire away. I took a loss in week one last week. I got to get my bearings straight. I got to get used to, you know, the, the, who's where, who's doing what. I just feel as though we got a new quarterback in Denver. Seattle freaking stinks. I don't – Geno Smith. Listen, I'm a Jets fan. I know all about Geno Smith. He is horrendous, okay? He is terrible, all right? We got Mac Jones versus Tyreek Hill and the Dolphins. We say the same thing every year, and the Dolphins are still the same thing every single year. Uh, and the, the Cowboys – Tom Brady's going to be pissed that everyone's talking crap about him in the offseason. Mm. What can go wrong will go wrong. Tom Brady's back again. He's got Julio Jones. It's probably his most skilled receiver that he's had in a long time. He's just a little bit older now, and he can't stay on the field. But if he plays, he is still Julio Jones. I, uh, Man, I am uh, – you know, also, you guys didn't talk about – I'm very surprised. No, no love for the Vikings this week. So I, I just said, I said, that's one of those ones I can't buy in on yet. I do like, I like, I like the hype, but we're going against the bad man. I mean, I'm I not, know, not go. I know, I know. I'm just, I, I, wait, I'm is, that, see. is that Sunday night? No, that's no, the no. The, the oh, Cowboys, okay. Cowboys. Box, oh, that's right. right. I'm like Kirk in primetime. No that's chance. a 4.30 game. That's a 4.30 game. That's very, it, it is. It, it's no, a 4.30 national. I, I want to see both of those teams before I make a judgment call. Yeah, I really, that's a tough one to buy in on. Yeah. I, I truly do feel Bill Belichick is – it's the Dolphins. It's – Dan, Dan, how could you not take the Patriots after all you talked about how the Dolphins are not as good? I, how could you not? Plus three and a half. I took them. I took them three and a half. We're rolling with Mac Daddy. All right. That's Mac official. That's how we start the season. That's give how me, we start the give season. Give me Tampa Bay to – Let's go. I don't even a care. A double. If I go over two, we'll make up for I like this. year. I double don't even them up. care. Just double, double them, up. them up. I mean, I mean, you went 16-2 last year. What better way to start the season than not just give us one bet in there? Give us two. I gotta give, give us two. two. I want to make it official, but I really like Denver too. I think Denver's okay. gonna beat the brakes off of the Seahawks. I think Russell Wilson's gonna go in there and tell the 12th man to shut the up. I, yeah, <laughs> I well, I think he's gonna have a it, he's gonna bludgeon them to death. It's gonna be some House of the Dragon stuff. It's gonna oh. be funny. It's gonna be a mess. I really, I really do believe that. And if somehow Geno Smith, even uh, this could get bad. This could be one of those Monday night games. That you just turn it off. I think again, if you want to talk about that game, like the defensive line of the Broncos, I think they might run all through the Seattle offensive line and then, mm. and then good luck with the coverage on the back end as, as far as that. So, yeah, I, I think that's a game that defense can, can dominate as well as Russ trying to go off on his old team. Yeah, I, I think yeah. it's a, hey, look, I'm still good. That's it. I think that's it. Yeah, that, this, is a, this, is a, this is a Lou Paracone double gas yes. up the co-hosts Special bet the narrative. That's basically <laughs> you like how I went Tampa Bay and New England for you, Dan. I, don't, uh, you like you, how I, really? I, had, I had the 12 jersey with the half pats half <laughs> day on it. Yeah. You you yeah. you were using diesel fuel on me this week. I just I love that. 
That's my awesome. real bet the narrative is do not take the Jets with as many points as they give you. That's my, <laughs> that's my real <laughs> Watch, that'll be the only one that hits. That'll be it. <laughs> so we're taking officially bet the narrative, Patriots and Bucks. I Yeah, I, I think both those teams win outright. Uh, if you want to do the points with Tampa Bay, I might money line parlay both of them together. Honestly, uh, that's that's a, that's a good money line parlay, a nice short favorite, and a, and a you know a dog. Yeah, oh, I'm gonna have way too many parlays this weekend. Oh my, <laughs> this is gonna be great. Just listening to the show, right? I put in so many bets. I don't even. This is disgusting. Football season's back, fellas. Week one, the back. excitement. You can't help yourself. Let's ride. Let's ride. That's all we have to know. Season 103 is upon us, and season four of the Sunday Card is officially underway in the NFL season. Maddie, Godspeed. Enjoy Bill's Rams from Martha's Vineyard. It's going to be great. I'm so happy football is back. And then 12 hours on Sunday, man. I mean, and, and then Monday. I mean, oh, my gosh. It's, it's the best time of year. Peace, love, and football to you, Dan. Mm, merry football. Merry football, Fair. Lewis. Happy football. Happy football, gentlemen. Let's get back to it. Let's get some Happy. more wins for these fans, all right? No question. No question. We got to get some winners for our listeners. And I think we will this year. So for Matty Ice, Matty C, Matt Silberth, and for our producer, Lemon Pepper, Lou Pericone, I am Dan Zampano. Enjoy the entire slate on Sunday and the game on Monday and all the football that's coming at you for the next few months. Until next week, another edition will come of the Sunday card. And what will they do? What 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 will all of us do, Matty Ice? Let's ride. Let's freaking ride. We'll see you next week. The Sunday Card Podcast is co-hosted and directed by Dan Zampano, co-hosted by Matt Silbreth, and produced by Lou Paracone. You can listen to The Sunday Card on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Also listen to us on Sports Country Radio at sportscountry.net at 11 a.m., 3 p.m., and 5 p.m. on Saturdays, and again at 11.30 a.m. on Sundays. Follow us on Twitter for all of our picks throughout the regular season at The Sunday Card. And remember... If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. That's 1-800-GAMBLER.